Hey guys, how's it going? This is Josue Salcedo, youth pastor of Remnant Youth here at King Jesus Ministry. This is the Remnant Youth Podcast. I want to thank you for tuning in with us today. And if you're looking for something that speaks louder than your situation and you want to know what God is saying now, then this message is for you. So the first thing we have to know about uh, prophetic evangelism is that we're living in a digital era. The preaching with the flyers and the cards is over, okay? That season is up. No more the Jesus with the peace and the little cartoon characters. That season is over. Um, Because when you evangelize prophetically, you got to be able to do it that it's not rehearsed. It cannot be rehearsed and it cannot be premeditated. And the reason for this is because um, we're living in times that are prophetic. Um, When we're living in prophetic times, what happens is um, that God, he will give you a word for somebody. And you got to know first how to break the ice. Uh, Many people, um, when we talk about evangelism, we usually get uh, scared. There's a lot of people that are very shy or timid or they don't want to talk Um, to the person about Jesus, but how many of you know that we're living in times where we need to speak up? Looks like nobody wants to speak up. I said, we're living in times that we need to speak up. So, um, and this is the style on how I do it. Maybe, um, you know, some of your mentors have a style or a way that, that you do your evangelism, but this is the style that I used to use. Um, I used to wait in the mall. I literally, this is what I would do. I would sit down, Steph, this is what I would do. I'll sit down on a table and I would wait with some coffee and I would wait for my disciples to evangelize. So literally I would wait and oh no, I'm scared. I'm timid. And I would just wait. So then they'll come back to me and then they'll say, hey, um, so can you help me? Drink my coffee, wait around. But, but you're not going to help me? So I would wait for them to get up, break the ice, and do it themselves. Now, the thing with this is that you have to understand there's some people that you need to take them by the hand. Because if you don't do that, then... They get confused and they don't know how to do it. So what you have to do, and I know I I can speak for most people. What you have to do is you have to be able to not only lead and tell them, but you also got to do it. Okay. And in evangelism, it's important because um, we have to understand that evangelism is a lifestyle. So say with me, evangelism is a lifestyle. Okay, and we're over the era with the little flyers and the cards. Now we're into the era of the power of God. Amen? Amen. Okay. So um, this is what happens. I didn't leave. I would stay there. So literally, I would be there. I would stay there until the person would go and talk to the other person. So I would just stay there and wait and wait and wait until finally... The person would get up and they would go evangelize to whoever. Or they would just say, maybe like, Jesus loves you or something like that. So, 
That, that was the way that I would evangelize. Like I said, not everybody has that style. Not everybody evangelizes that way. In our church, we have, which is the vision of the house, is, can you tell me what the, what the vision of the house is? What is it? Evangelize, disciple. It looks like you don't know the vision of the house. What's the vision of the house? Evangelize, disciple. Can you guys help me? You forgot? Affirm. Disciple and send out. Okay, good. Put your hands together for yourselves. Amen. So this is what happens, okay? And I want you to understand this. This is very important, okay? This is what God does. God will give you a sign through something. The Bible says that in the end times, we're going to have visions and dreams. Say visions and dreams. But when we have these visions and dreams, what's going to happen is that God, he's going to give you a dream about something or someone. In order for God to fully get you into this, um, this evangelism mindset, which I didn't have it before, I would ask God, God, how do I evangelize? How do I go out? I was, before, I was not timid. I was only timid when I got to the person who identifies. Exactly. So what happens is when, when, you have, um, when you have such a desire to, to have these souls, and, and the apostle says it best, he says, when we have an urgency, there has to be an urgency. So in other words, when you're evangelizing, you have to feel the necessity to speak to the person, okay? And I want you to look at my body language when I speak, okay? When I talk to, let's say, the gentleman here in the front row, I talk to him. And I say to him, and I say, hello. But my body language is, is telling him I'm far away from him. But if I go closer to him, I get close to him, and I say to him, hello. What am I doing? Am I addressing the person, or am I staying back? So there is a, there's a battle between you wanting to get to know somebody and the battle between what the devil's telling you and the battle between your evangelist. So you have to pick and choose the timing. And timing and evangelism is very important. Why? Because when you evangelize, if you do it at the right place at the right time, that's what the Bible says. When you do it at the right place at the right time, God automatically backs you up. I said God automatically backs you up. So God wants to use your voice. Okay, so tell your neighbor, God wants to use my voice. It looks like none of you, God wants to use your voice. I said God wants to use your voice. Tell your neighbor, God wants to use your voice. So what happens is, and this is how it continually happens, and, and I want you to listen to what I'm saying. When you are ready to evangelize, is because you already saw it in the spirit realm. You didn't get what I said. It went straight over your head. I said, when you are getting ready to evangelize, you, you already saw it beforehand. Why? And I'm going to explain to you. In the book of Jeremiah, it says, I knew you before the foundations of the earth. In other words, what you evangelized already existed. 
it already existed. So in other words, when we try, there's, I see some people sometimes and they say, I'm an evangelist of God. <laughs> and they say, oh, God uses me in evangelism. Yeah, God uses you in evangelism, prove it. How do you prove that you're an evangelist? The Bible says Jesus was approved through. Thank you. You're in class. Miracles, signs, and wonders. In other words, if you want to be approved, because some of you, you're called to be an evangelist, but you don't know how. But if you're called by God and approved by God, what's going to follow is the miracles. Thank you. Now you're in class. Put your hands together for yourselves. Good job. Good job. Okay. So, and the first thing is, and like I, like I said, dreams is the first sign of what God's going to give you. So God is going to give you first a dream for you to see yourself evangelizing. For you to see or have a vision of seeing yourself preaching to the Muslim, preaching to the atheist, preaching to the scientist, preaching to the people that nobody reaches. So in other words, God, he gives you the dream before you get there. Oh, pastor, are you saying the right stuff? What happened to Joseph? What happened to Joseph? Joseph, before he got to the... Before he got to the palace, he already saw himself in the palace. In other words, you have to see yourself winning your mom. You have to see yourself winning your dad. You have to see yourself winning that person in your neighborhood that smokes weed all the time. You have to see yourself before you get there. Before you get there. So this is what happens, and, and I'm going to tell you, there's people that they have dreams, and then there's people that they interpret dreams, and there's different types of, of styles and ways that you can get to evangelizing, but this is when God starts, and this is what I'm going to tell you. God is into the business of restoring things. You didn't listen to what I said. You didn't. It went straight over your head. I said, God is into the business of restoring things. The reason why you had that dream of you becoming a millionaire, the reason for that was because it already existed. You're not understanding me. Listen to me with your spirit. Before you get there, it already happened. You're not, you're not getting me. Before you get to the mall and evangelize to that guy smoking that cigarette, you have to already see it. So when you're able to see that, uh, uh, Chris, when you're able to see that, this is what happens. People don't conquer the, the giant because they don't see themselves conquering the giant. But this is what God is going to do to you. He's going to give you a dream Listen to what I'm saying. So you guys listen. He's going to give you a dream of you evangelizing to your mother. He's going to give you a dream of you evangelizing to your cousin. He's going to give you a dream of that. But before it happens, you have to dream it. You have to see it. 
Amen. Are you guys, are you guys in class? Amen. So say with me evangelism. Now look at your neighbor and say evangelism. Evangelism. Okay, so that's the first one, number one, uh, uh, a dream. Number two, and this is very important, and I'm going to get into something so you guys understand a little bit more. Okay, the first time I evangelized, the very first time I evangelized, I didn't realize this until I got there. But the first time I evangelized, I was evangelizing, listen, from a place of ignorance. Uh, from a place of ignorance. Why? And, and she asked the question, why? The reason is, is because the Bible says the people perish for the lack of knowledge. For prophetic evangelism, you cannot premeditate. I said prophetic evangelism, you cannot premeditate. So if you go to the person, you're like, okay, first, me wapesinan. Then, you know what I'm going to do? Then I'm going to get on my knees. Then I'm going to pray to God and then I'm going to go and pet my dog. Because you have all this concept in your head of, if I do this routine, if I put the Wi-Fi button on, then this guy's going to get saved. Listen, you cannot premeditate this. Prophetic evangelism, when you get there, God is going to give you the prophecy on the spot. Because prophecy is situational. Say it one more time. Prophecy is situational. What? Yeah, say it. Prophecy is situational. When you're in front of the person and, and, and you're speaking to them, you know, and you're like, hey, you know, how are you? How's your day? Good. You, you got to be able to break the ice before they question you. Because you know why? When they start questioning you, then you lost evangelism. You can't allow them to question you. You're on the offensive. So in other words, you're going after the soul. The Bible says, I have made you fishers of men. So in other words, this is how I first learned it. I said, I have to learn it first before I do it. And I would do it a lot because I didn't know how, so I had to learn. So I had my first house of peace, so you guys know a little bit. My first house of peace was in Pinecrest. How many of you know the area of Pinecrest? Raise your hand. You know the area of Pinecrest? Okay. The most difficult area in all of Miami. When I got there, my dad said, you're going to start a house of peace in Pinecrest. I said, okay, let's do it. Let's start a house of peace. <laughs> when I got there, listen, when I got there to the, to the house of peace, Adam, there was two guys that were white. And this is how God dealt with me in evangelism. There were white men that were 6'4". Listen to what I'm saying. You guys know I'm not that tall, right? I'm, in the spirit, I'm, I'm tall. I'm, I'm powerful in the spirit. But I don't want to get off topic. I was going to talk about David. David was short, and so was Apostle Paul. So don't play. 
So what happens is when I went to go have the hop lesson and I started preaching. Listen, I started preaching to these two uh, gringo guys. They had grills. They had a tattoo of a vampire on their neck. And I had to, I had to preach to them. When I started preaching to them, you know what's the first thing that happened to me? My hands started shaking. No te hagas that. You, t- you, you too, you get scared sometimes. My hands started shaking. I was like this. I was like, oh my God, what if I say the, the wrong word? My dad sent me over here to multiply this hop and I'm in front of these people. And you know what the topic was in the house of peace? Fear. And I was in front of the, the guys, and they were huge, and I was evangelizing to them. And as I evangelized to them, of course, the Spirit gives you utterance. Because that's what the Bible says. But as I was in front of them, I was talking about fear. And little did I know, that night, those men were delivered from the spirit of fear. After I got done, two weeks later... Can we, can we uh, uh, honor our apostle? He's in here. And Pastor Damaris, they're in here. We love you, Dad. And then Pastor Suez back there. So I got delivered from fear. But listen, this fear that I had, it had to be forced out of me. And that's why I, I thank God so much for my dad because he has taught me how to force fear out of you. And he has this saying, he says, if you're afraid, do it afraid. And I know there's some of you that are in here that you've never evangelized before, but God is telling you, do it afraid. So listen, so two weeks pass, the two weeks pass. I get to know these guys and, you know, God is dealing with them. I didn't know this, but both of them, both of them were millionaires with landscaping companies. And I had no idea. I had no idea. And it's so powerful because when you think, listen, when you think that you're wrong, God says you're right. And this is what happened. So I was there in the middle and and I was in Pinecrest and I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Is this going to happen or not? Am I going to be able to reach these guys? The hop went from two, two people, and I broke the culture barrier from two all the way to 25 millionaires. 25 millionaires. You need to grab that for yourself. I declare over you that you will, listen, you will get into these next seasons, I declare and I prophesy that you will receive people with money in Jesus' name. Put your hands together. So, let's get into the next point, okay? Um, so, before this happened, and, and this, this, is, um, this is important. Before this happened, I was very reluctant. Because I said, if this is going to happen with these people, can you imagine with something else? So I went in and I said, God, I said, what do you want me to do next? 
So he said, I want you to go to Miami-Dade College. How many of you were in the area of Miami-Dade College? I know Steph was there. I know all the... All of the people back there. Why don't you guys stand up? Put your hands together. Come on, for these people. Miami-Dade College, yeah. So listen, and this is very important. When, when I got to Miami-Dade College, there was a class that I had. And this class was called, listen to the, the name of this class, Debate and Conflict Management. Debate and conflict management. And I was sitting all the way in the back. I was sitting all the way in the back. Don't, don't act like you don't sit in the back in the class sometimes. I don't know. Okay, so I was sitting all the way in the back. And as I was in the back, listen, I was sitting in the back. And the teacher started talking. And then the teacher started saying, no, because Aristotle and Plato and started saying a bunch of things. I said, Lord, not now. Please, not now. God told me, he said, you're going to get up in the middle of the class. You're going to get up and you're going to talk about the forgiveness of Jesus. <laughs> Say what? And I was in the back. I was in the back and I was listening to God and I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know what to do. This is crazy. I don't know if I should say it. I don't know what. So the point is, listen, the point is I'm sitting in the back and the lady says something and she says, because no man can forgive sins. And I said, <clears throat> I said, Jesus Give me the strength. So I'm sitting in the back and all of a sudden the spirit of boldness. The spirit of boldness came upon me and I said, I don't know, but I have to get up and I have to say. So I got up when the spirit of boldness and I said, no, professor. I said, you are wrong. I said, you are wrong. You want to know why? Because the Bible says that Jesus forgave 47, 447 times, times seven, 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 seven. And then I said, and then I said this, and then I said, but who's counting? And I'm talking for all the people that are here. I declare over all of you the spirit of forgiveness. When I said that, you know what happened? I had people from another church come up to me. Wow, brother, what a sermon. What a message you preach. Wow, so powerful. I said, if you only knew. If you only knew. So God is always going to put you in this situation for you to learn how to become your own lion. I said, you have to become your own lion. You have to become your own person. Why? The boldness comes from identity. Remember, the devil is always going to tempt who you are in evangelism. He's going to tempt to see. Let me see if this person is a son. Let me see if this person is a daughter. Let me see if this person truly loves God. 
And of course, there were many opportunities where I, I could have, I could have said, you know what? And it's happened before that I said, God gives me a word for somebody. But because, oh, no, no, I'm in a hurry. All, all of a sudden, oh, my, my knee hurts. I, I, I can't walk anymore. Let me get in my car. Let me leave. So what happens is God is going to give you this great opportunity. And I want to do something right now. I want to release the spirit of boldness upon you. So lift up your hands and I'm going to pray right now. Father, I declare the spirit of boldness for college, for university. Holy Spirit of God, we release. There is a release in the spirit dimension, Father, for your children, for your youth to receive right now. That inheritance of boldness. It is released upon them right now at the count of three. One two three now in jesus name receive it amen amen okay so i was very i was very uh i was very nervous at the time i was very nervous and and this is amazing because i asked god i said give me another opportunity to win somebody And in, and in evangelism, whenever you ask God to win somebody, he's going to give you the toughest thing. The, the most challenging thing. He's going to give it to you if you ask for it. Like those people that say, oh, God, give me patience. You want patience? So this is what happens. Listen, when you're in evangelism, and I was in the gym one day, and I was working out. How many of you like to work out? Raise your hand if you like to work out. Well, I was in the gym. I was working out, minding my own business. Then there was a guy there lifting a bunch of weight with a biceps as big as my head. And I said, Lord Jesus. And I kept, like, God was like, you need to preach to him. You know? And I'm like... Come on, like, why do you give me all the hard ones? Like, let me catch a break. So God told me, he's like, I want you to preach to him. So I went, I went over, and I saw his desperation. The guy had uh, depression, and he was gambling, and he was an addict, and it was very, very bad. He didn't, he didn't have no sense of direction. The guy didn't know what to do with his life. So God spoke to me, and he said, I want you to speak to him. And tell him that I love him. That's it. Easy. And I said, oh, thank you, Jesus. It's finally something easy. Yes. So I, I went up to him. And when I went to go speak to him, all of a sudden God put it in my heart and told me to tell him that everything was going to be fine. That everything was going to be under control. So I told him, I, you know, when I said it to him, you know, I felt this deep deep desire in him for wanting God. When he's coming out the door, and, and I don't know why this happens. It, it happens a lot. But when you're evangelizing and you run into somebody that is like smart or has something like amazing, you're like, oh yeah, I want to evangelize to them. Like, it makes it so much more interesting. I don't know. It just it happens to me, I guess. I don't know. 
So I went, right, and, um, and I prayed for him. I prophesied. I did the whole thing. When he got out of the, out of the gym, he gets into a Bentley. And I'm looking at him like, wait, you have a Bentley? And he's like, yeah, man. He's like, come in the Bentley. I'm like, oh, for sure, man. That's true. That's what's up. I closed the door. I was super excited. Let me tell you, I was super excited. I'm like, I, I, want, this, I want this man for Jesus. And now he got a Bentley. Man, I'm going to be riding a church in a Bentley, yo. What's up? So when I get in the Bentley, we're both sitting together like this. And the thing is, evangelism is offensive. You have to learn that. That when you evangelize, you're going to come off as offensive to the person. But you have to understand that you're being offensive for the kingdom of God. So when I got in the car and we're talking, we're together. All of a sudden, the guy tells me, he's like, hey, you know what? I don't know why, man. He goes, um, I just, I feel in my heart. And, and this is what I feel in my heart. And I, and I tell him, I'm like, what do you feel in your heart? I'm like, I'm in the Bentley. I'm good. You tell me anything right now. I'm chilling. I'm having a good time. So I'm in the Bentley. And he says to me, he says, you know what, man? I don't know why. But I don't know what type of stuff you do, business. I don't know what it is you do. But because of that prayer, I want to do real estate with you. And I said, with me? He's like, yeah, with you, man. I mean, he's like, there's nobody else in the belly. It's you. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. With me, yeah. So when I said, yeah, he told me, he said, you know what? He goes, let, let me get your number. I got his number. Ended up being that the guy had 60 properties in Detroit. And he chose me to be a liaison with him. And now, listen to this, and now he's an end-time investor for our church here in King Jesus Ministries. You got to get excited. I said, you got to get excited. Some of you don't know it, but you're one person away from receiving a million-dollar contract. You're one person away from receiving that house that you've been waiting for. You're one person away that God is going to bring to you those divine connections that you've been waiting for, even that scholarship. I feel that there are people that are, that are listening right now that you have a scholarship pending, and God tells you all you got to do is believe it, receive it, and God is going to give it to you. This is very important because in the middle, listen, in the middle of all this, I told God, I said, God, you went from taking me to being super scared to now bringing people into the kingdom to give millions of dollars. So God, what he's going to do with you, he's going to do the same. But I believe for you, there is a third door. God is going to open up grace and favor that's going to go beyond your limits. You see, some of you came here with a limitation in your mind. Because you thought for a long time that God had forsaken you. But I prophesied to you that you will evangelize, bring people into the kingdom that will bless financially, not only your life, but the church church 
your family, the ministry, and everything you touch in the name of Jesus, I declare will prosper. Do you want me to keep going or you want me to stop? So I had the first hop with gringos, which God did something amazing there. And then this is what happens. In order for God to move from glory to glory, there always has to be a step that you wanted to take, but you never took. And this is what I'm going to tell you. God, God is going to give you this as an opportunity for you to walk in miracle signs and wonders. After this, I said, okay, what's the next step? I go to Pasadena. I'm with the apostle. And we're all the way in Pasadena. And in Pasadena, I went with one other pastor that was here. And we went to go preach. As we're going to preach, there was a, a woman. And this woman, she was blind from both of... Uh, I'm sorry. She was deaf from both of her ears since 1981 since 1981 she couldn't hear from both ears and I said to myself I said okay I'm going from faith to faith glory to glory why don't I believe for God to open this lady's ears so I went and I put my hand on her on her right ear the other pastor put her his hand on her left ear and we prayed the first time nothing happened We prayed the second time, nothing happened. We prayed the third time, nothing happened. Then the fifth time, the lady says, I can hear, I can hear, I can hear. So this is how God works. She gets healed. I'm walking, and then all of a sudden, I see somebody. He's wearing a cast on his right knee. And this guy had a cast, a very big cast. He had broken his leg in a car accident. He broke his leg, completely shattered broken and on his ankle he had nine metal rods on his ankle when I put my hand on his on his uh, ankle and on his knee all of a sudden the guy takes off the cast and he starts jumping the guy starts jumping up and down oh my god god has healed me god has healed me I can move my leg I can move my leg I strongly believe that we're living in times where God is going to give you these opportunities. And you need to act on them. Amen? Amen. Okay. So I'm going to do something now. And I want the people that are bold and say, Pastor Brian, I want to walk in hearing God prophetically for prophetic evangelism. Stand to your feet. If you say, I want to walk in that. That same. We're going to not only talk, we're going to demonstrate. Okay. We're going to demonstrate. Okay, so this is what we're going to do. I want you guys to come up to the front. Well, actually, stay there. Stay there. Yeah, it's better there. And what we're going to do is this. I want you to grab somebody that's in front of you, okay? And we're, I'm going to challenge you, okay? So grab somebody that's in front of you. Come on. Everybody stand. I know most of you already walk in evangelism, but if you don't, please do it. Okay, so get in front of the person. Look at them in the, in the face. Come on. Grab the person. Look at them in the face. And I'm going to challenge you. Listen, listen before. I know, I know you're in a hurry to prophesy and give prophetic words, but you need to look up here. Listen. 
Look up here. Look up here. Listen. I want to I accentuate something. I want you guys to know that in order for you to move in this effectively, an effective evangelism, prophetic, you need to be able to hear God detailed and clearly. Okay? So what we're going to do is we're going to activate you more detailed. How many of you want to be more detailed in your prophetic words? Okay, so grab the person right there that's in front of you. Quickly grab them right there in front of you. And this is what we're going to do. We're going to ask God to give us, listen, to give us a specific word for the person concerning what happened last week. Something happened last week with the person that's in front of you. But God is going to give you the prophetic word for you to release this word. Okay? So go look at the person quickly. I know many of you are going to be accurate on point, And God is going to give release many, many words here tonight. But as we do this after, we're going to activate you guys in tongues. Okay? When you're activated in tongues, you're going to speak in another tongue. But this tongue is going to be a different tongue so you can receive prophetic things okay so father in the name of jesus right now we activate your people holy spirit of god as you begin to release the spirit right now there's utterance in the spirit realm many of you are afraid don't be afraid speak it into existence god is going to give you a prophetic word for that person so quickly and when you receive that word you're going to tell them this is what you did last week Okay, I know many of you already prophesy, but this is going to be more specific. Okay, I know many of you want to be accurate and stuff, but we're going we're gonna to do it together, okay? All together so you can receive this impartation of the prophetic evangelism, okay? So quickly, Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray in other tongues. We release prophetically the evangelism that comes from heaven, Holy Spirit of God. We declare right now at the sound of my voice that these people will begin to receive right now the new prophetic evangelism right now. Detailed prophetic words that are going to mark the destinies of these people right now. It could be last week. It could be a month. It could be a year. It could be anything as long as you release the word. Father, right now, there it goes. We release right now by your spirit that there is something that is spread all over this place and you begin to father right now release that prophetic insight that prophetic discernment right now for them to receive this new of uh, this new impartation holy spirit of god well they will receive the new holy spirit we thank you right now we release it there it goes in jesus name there it goes now 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 so I want the first person to go, then I want the second person to go, okay? So first person go, release the word, and then the second person goes. Remember, we are feeling, we are sensing, we are perceiving. Don't guess, okay? This is not a guessing game. This is feeling, perceiving, and seeing, okay? So God is going to show you something about the person. When you do receive it, which is, is going to be good... You're going to release that word. If you've never given a prophetic word, we also want you to uh, release that word. Give it to the person. It doesn't matter 
if maybe you you kind of like, oh, I don't know if I should. I don't know if, you know, if this is going to be the right act or right word. But you're going to release that word. When you do, God is going to give you the confirmation of that word, okay? Don't stay alone. Look for somebody and release that word. Father, we declare accurate prophetic words. We declare, Father, that they will be filled right now in the spirit realm. And they will listen to God. And they will be able to receive this prophetic word. And it will go beyond them, Father. Because you will give it to them in Jesus' name. We release it right now. Amen. We release it right now. In the mighty name of Jesus. There it goes. One, two, three. Many of you are going to feel a, a word for miracles. Maybe a restoration. There's going to be many things that you're going to be feeling for, for this uh, person. And we want you to, thank you. We're, we want you to re release it, okay? We're going to release it, okay? Okay, so, perfect. So, once you're done, we want you to take a seat. Take a seat. We still got a couple minutes. Take a seat. Once you're, when you're done, when you're done, if you're not done, continually give the word and, and, and release that prophetic word for the person to be able to receive it. If they received it, praise the Lord, you know, uh, you know, do the happy dance, get all happy. And, and that's God that's doing it, you know. So just release that word quickly. Let's release that word. When you're done releasing the word, then God is going to give that person utterance to receive what you prophesy to them okay so quickly let's do it quickly 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 okay we got a couple minutes take a seat guys turn around take a seat how many of you okay we're done how many of you received a word that was on point raise your hand if you receive look look how many hands a bunch of people a bunch of people if you receive the, the accurate prophetic, I see people crying over there. Praise God. That means that there was detail in the word. When there's details, because God really spoke. Okay? So quickly, take a seat. I know many of you are touched. I see some of you crying. But we're, we're going to get more in depth so we can talk a little bit about what you just did. Okay? How many of you enjoyed the exercise? You enjoyed it. You enjoyed it. Come on, put your hands together for the Holy Spirit. If you really enjoyed the exercise, okay? Perfect. Okay, so let's let's take a, a, a seat quickly, okay? Let's do it, okay? And um, I'm going to get into something very important. Important. Okay, so you need to understand something. Guys, look up here. You guys have to understand something. You guys, and thank you, musicians. You guys just released a prophetic word that was released in the spirit realm. Why? You had the music playing. You had God was there. Now, the challenge comes when you have no music. You have nobody. You're there by yourself. Your pulpit is the street and the person in front of you. So what's going to happen is, how, how is it that we deal, how, how do we deal with when we're giving the word and we get rejected? Okay. 
Because that happens. You know, rejection happens. When you're in front of a person and you give the prophetic word, and all of a sudden the person rejects you, what do you do? This is, this is the model that's, that's taught here by the mentors and everybody. You know what the model is? For every person that rejects you, preach to seven more. I said preach to seven more. But you know what the Bible says about that? The Bible says that Jesus, listen, Jesus, wherever he wasn't received, he would move to the next city. So in other words, if I preach to you and I get rejected, I can't feel bad because I'm getting rejected. So because I got rejected, oh no, my gosh, they rejected me. What do I do? Instead of thinking about that, why don't you say, they're not rejecting me. So you have, to, you have to believe in your prophetic word. You have to believe in the authority that God has given you. You have to believe in it. Because God is going to give you a moment where you're going to have to release a word to somebody that's big. Because now... It could be that it's somebody in front of you. I'm not saying that you guys are not. I know. I'm not saying that. You guys are all beautiful and you guys are good looking and you guys are strong and lovely and pretty and all that. But I'm saying it's going to get to a point where this interaction right here is now the president of the United States. Why? It happened to our apostle. He went to the White House. But there's a key word here, and I want you to listen to what I'm saying. There's a key word here. When you get in front of somebody that's very important, the first thing you have to do is remind them, remind the person in, in a nice way. Remember, you don't want, when you're fishing, how, how many of you have been fishing? When you're fishing, for, for souls, when you're fishing, you don't want to pull Think super hard, like, oh, and because the fish is going to go away, right? Is that true or not? So you can't pull it super hard. You got to work, you got to work, work, and then finally it comes in and you reel it in. But if you want to be able to reel it in, you have to understand that there's a key word that you have to say. You have to say this when you approach the person. I want to share, we have uh, a couple minutes. I want to share this word with you real quick. I want to share this word with you real quick. That's all you got to say. That's it. I want to share with you this word really quick. When you do that, automatically the person, because you're evangelizing, automatically the person is going to want to hear you. When they hear you, what happens? Then you befriend them. When you become their friend, then you do the whole thing. You invite them to pizza, you take them to coffee, you have a good time. But first, there's an initial step. Let me share this word with you real quick, right? Can, can I get an amen? Amen. So there's a difference, and I'm about to finish. Are you guys learning something? So there's a difference between, listen, spirit-led evangelism 
and when you're led by the Spirit. Big difference. How is it that you're led by Spirit-led evangelism and then you're led by the Spirit? There's two different things here. When you're led by the Spirit, God will take you to the place, the location, and what you're supposed to do. When the Holy Spirit leads you, you don't know what to do. Because once you get there, then he tells you, this is what you're going to do. So God will lead you into evangelizing and eventually, eventually you'll get there to the, to the person you want to uh, prophesy to. Now, in order, listen, in order to prophesy to these types of people, intellectual people, you cannot challenge them. Don't challenge an intellectual person. You're not going to win. I said you're not going to win. The Bible says the things of the spirit, the fleshly man does not understand. So in other words, you got to be able to approach the person with love. Approach them with love. Come, Go up to them with love. And this is what's going to happen. When you go up to them with love... All of a sudden, they're going to open up to you. And then, when they open up, you demonstrate power. I had this guy that he was, um, he was atheist. Yeah. He was atheist. Are you guys want me to continue? Because they're telling me to... Okay. You want me to continue? Okay. Are you guys learning something? Okay. So, there's this guy. He was an atheist. And, and I started praying for him. And he's like, no, 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 I don't receive that. I don't receive that. I don't want to hear nothing from God. I don't want nothing from God. So all of a sudden, I'm, I'm praying, you know, I'm praying for the guy. And then he goes, no, 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 I've seen this on Google. This is hypnotism. He goes, I've seen this. This is hypnotism. I know this is not true. This is not for real. So when I start praying for the guy, I said, listen, do you see wind? He goes, no. I go, but do you feel it? He goes, yes. I go, that's how God is. Let me pray for you. So when I start praying for him, all of a sudden, he feels the power of God. He goes, no, 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 you're hypnotizing me. You're hypnotizing me. And I was able to demonstrate power, but first, I had to open him up. So you have to realize that God is going to give you this opportunity, but you need to preach and then demonstrate. Amen? Amen. So let's begin to minister. So quickly stand to your feet. We're going to do this last thing here. Um, This is very important. How many of you have a personal testimony of evangelism? Raise your hand if you have a personal testimony of evangelism. We're going to give it at the end, okay? We're going to start ministering. But this is what I want to do. I want to be able to speak in new tongues. So I want you guys, I know those that are not ashamed to speak in tongues, I want you to start speaking in other tongues. One, two, three, start speaking in tongues. God is going to give you a new tongue. I prophesy that you're going to be able to receive a new tongue. Father, in the name of Jesus right now, we release a new tongue in the spirit realm. Right now, at the count of three, there's going to be people in this conference that are going to receive right now by faith the new tongue. Holy Spirit of God, right now there is, there is a new tongue, a new wave of tongues that begins to pour out. Right now, there it goes. One, 
Two, but you got to speak it. I can't hear you. There's like 300 people here, and I can't hear you. Come on, begin to speak in tongues. One, two, three, now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. There it goes. Some of you are feeling something. Rivers of living water that are coming out. That's the new tongue. That's the new tongue. Come on. Let's get activated. For those that don't speak in other tongues, raise your hand. If you don't speak in other tongues, raise your hand. And I need the leadership to help me. All the leaders are here. The people that don't speak in other tongues, Chris, and other people, if you can help me, put your hand on the people that don't speak in other tongues. There are people with their hands lifted. If you don't speak in tongues, lift up your hands. I need mentors. I need House of Peace leaders if you can help me, please. Father, right now we activate this new tongue. Father, in the name of Jesus, we declare that the people that don't speak in tongues right now, Father, they will begin to speak in other tongues at the count of three. Right now, there it goes. Holy Spirit of God, we release. There is a new tongue right now that is released upon your people. One, two, three, now. In Jesus' name, receive the new tongue. There it goes. Receive the new tongue right now. Many of you are feeling the Spirit of God. Many of you are feeling the tongues, the new tongues that are being activated right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, right now, we activate those new tongues. There it goes. We activate those new tongues in the Spirit. Right now, those new tongues now. There it goes. Some of you are feeling an activation right now. Activation right now. Holy Spirit of God. Activate those new tongues right now. One, two, three. Now. There it goes. 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 I can't hear you. You guys are, are, are not speaking loud enough. Come on. Louder, louder, louder. Shuliaba cabrobo shidile baba shit. Poliaba cabro shidilema camro shidile baba. right now father we release those new tongues in the spirit right now right now there it goes receive those new tongues some of you are feeling something fresh something fresh is coming out of you right now something fresh right now holy spirit of god fill them there it goes when new tongues, new, new infilling of tongues, new infilling, new infilling, new infilling right now, new infilling right now. In the mighty name of Jesus, receive right now those tongues right now. Many of you are feeling something. You're feeling the spirit. You're feeling the spirit. There it goes. Some of you are feeling um, so, like a... A stirring in the spirit realm. A stirring in the spirit realm. Father, we release that stirring right now. There it goes. The stirring in the spirit realm. Right now, in the mighty name of Jesus, we release it. There it goes. There it goes. Sheet abo kobri abashi. Sharabo kobri abashi. There it goes. 
Are, you guys are feeling something. Something is being released right now. Come on, speak those new tones. Speak it, speak it, speak it. Take action, take action. Come on. Many of you are feeling uh, things in the spirit, but you need to open up your mouth. Open up your mouth and start to declare it. Come on. As we minister, Father, right now we release those tongues in the spirit realm right now. There it goes. Now, in the name of Jesus, now, 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 now. There goes. Some of you have been feeling a new tongue coming out, but you haven't known what to say. So you need to speak it. Speak, speak that tongue. Come on. Speak that tongue quickly. Open up your mouth. Come on. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Something supernatural is being activated. Some of you are feeling a supernatural activation. A supernatural activation right now. Holy Spirit. We activate. There it goes. We activate right now. In the spiritual realm right now. We activate every young person now. In tongues right now. There it goes. You're feeling it. The power of God is on you right now. There it goes. Leaders, help me minister. Help me pray. Now, in Jesus' name, we release it now. Some of you are feeling that utterance in the spirit. That utterance in the spirit. Come on, louder, louder. Hey, you guys are tired? Come on. There's an activation in the spirit realm. You need to open up your mouth. Open up your mouth. Open up your mouth. As you open up your mouth, you're going to start to feel rivers of living water that are going to come out. Some of you are not going to know how to explain it, but there's going to be an infill of the spirit. That's that's pouring, it's pouring, it's pouring. There it goes. Receive it now. There it goes. There it goes. Some of you are has ju- have just received the new tongue. Some of you have just received the house you were waiting for. Some of you just received that car you were waiting for. You received it now. Holy Spirit of God. We release it. There it goes. We release there it goes. There's an outpour of the Spirit of God right now that is pouring out. It's pouring, it's pouring out. Pouring out now in Jesus' name. Now it's pouring out, it's pouring out, it's pouring out. Some of you are receiving tongues to share the gospel. To share the gospel, to share the gospel quickly. Open up your mouth. Don't stay quiet. Some of you feel the tenderness of God. Some of you feel 
of the Spirit of God in you. You guys are feeling the, the outpour of the Spirit. There is a new, fresh outpour. Come on, we have 30 seconds. You need to pray harder. I don't, I can't hear you. 30 seconds, come on. Come on, activate the rivers. Activate the Spirit. Activate, activate. Don't wait for me. Activate, activate. Now, Father, now, activate, now. Spirit of God, activate, activate, activate. There it goes. There it goes. You're being activated in the new tongue. Don't wait for people. You do it yourself. Don't look around. You do it yourself. Father, right now, we begin to activate the spiritual realm right now. There's some of you that are feeling stuff for the conference. Some of you are feeling stuff for the conference. Right now, Father, we activate the spiritual dimension right now. There goes Holy Spirit of God right now. There goes. Receive it in the mighty name of Jesus. Come on, give a shout of praise unto God. Give a shout of praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many of you received that prophetic evangelism? Amen. Okay, remember that um, in prophetic evangelism, everything starts with a seed, okay? Even if you don't think that the person received it, they are going to receive it. The soul will receive it. Amen? Amen. So put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you for joining us today. And a special shout out to those who follow us on a weekly basis. If you love what you heard, hit the subscribe button and follow us at Remnant Youth on Instagram and YouTube. God bless you. We love you.